Prioritize your SEO business funding efforts based upon level of effort over level of impact. With Keith Good from Cox Automotive. Brought to you by Majestic. I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Keith, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? Hey, David. Uh, yeah, my biggest recommendation has been the recommendation I've basically given uh, for years. The most important thing that SEOs can focus on in 2022 uh, to either gain or retain leg- legitimacy in their corporate leadership's minds is the same thing they should have been doing for years. Namely, they should have been able to prioritize their efforts and uh, requested business funding based on the LOE, LOI matrix, which is the level of effort and cost versus the level of impact or ROI matrix. Um, And uh, that's basically to estimate and prove your value. So you say should have been doing, how many SEOs are actually doing this at the moment? Uh, Strangely enough, I feel like a lot of SEOs tend to be running around in circles based on whatever news is coming out of Google. You know, we have an algo update coming soon. We have this core update happening next month. And you can just see the Twitter sphere, you know, sort of descend into chaos as, you know, SEOs start worrying and gnashing their teeth, so to speak. Um, And really, they shouldn't do that. They should be focused on the basics, obviously, um, doing the right thing, not doing any black hat techniques obviously. Um, And then they won't have to worry about these algorithm updates. Uh, In in my mind, 90% of the time when you have been running an ethical SEO practice, you're not going to be worried about an algorithm update. So is this only for SEOs working in big business? Do SEOs that tend to maybe be the only person in their marketing departments or part of a, a small startup really need to think about justifying the value for business overall, or is it for everyone? It's, it's really for everyone who is in a position of needing to either uh, get something done with their website or and, and they have other people that are dependent upon or um, anyone who's having to request funding. And in fact, it's for agencies as well. Uh, just yesterday, in fact, I received a text from a friend of mine who works for one of the largest military uh, banks in the United States who had received a 50-page audit from probably one of the most respected SEO agencies in the world. I won't name names, but this was just a 50-page audit. It was just a list of things that they saw were problematic with this site. What this translated into was essentially them looking at this list of stuff and going, where do we start? What's the most important thing we can be focused on? What's going to be the most impactful thing that we can focus on? What's going to take the most effort? What's going to take the least effort? Um, These types of clarifications of this list of, this 50-page list of problems uh, wasn't forthcoming from the agency itself. It it just was a blanket, here's your problems. Uh, Well, I don't know about you, but it... I do personally run into what you know is known as the paradox of choice when I run into a, I don't know, I go to a wet, a restaurant or I, you know, I, I go into a place and there's just too many things, too many choices. And then I go, I'm out. I can't make a choice here. Or I default to the most, you know, 
basic of things uh, that may be the least impactful. So uh, it, it's really funny to me that uh, in almost uh, perfect timing, honestly, right before talking to you, that my friend complained about this 50-page report. Um, agencies, when you do an audit for a, a site, break it down for them. Let them know, here's what you can work on now that will have the greatest impact now or in a very short order. Here's something that's going to take a little bit longer. It's going to have a long-term benefit. Um, here's something that you can work on, but honestly, it's not going to have that big of an impact. Uh, we as SEOs need to be able to uh, sort of discern uh, what is valuable and what isn't valuable. Christina Azarenko, who, whom you know, uh, mm-hmm. posted a quote from John Mueller, uh, I guess it was last week, and he said, any SEO tool will spit out tens or hundreds of recommendations. Most of those are going to be irrelevant to your site's visibility in search. Finding the items that make sense to work on takes experience. This is where SEOs step in. You know, you, you're potential customers, your company, you can get, you know, any of the bigger tools that will spit out recommendations on a daily basis. But if there's not an SEO there to make sense of it for them, it's going to go to waste. So how does an SEO begin to really calculate the level of impact and then articulate that in a traffic light system or an easy to understand system for a potential client? Is, is there software that can help them or is it just experience? And if so, what are a few steps to, to get started with that? I would say it's largely experience. Um, you might be able to have a tool, and I'm not going to name any tools in this, but you might have a tool that says, if you change this, this will have a big impact. Great. I think experience is going to, going to be wiser in those instances. Um but essentially, you have to use the LOE, LOI matrix, and it's the level of effort versus the level of impact matrix, and sit down with your writers, sit down with your developers, ask the people who are actually going to be working on these items, how long is it going to take them to do this? What's the level of effort? And you can use agile methodology if you want to. Um, you, you don't have to, but certainly it helps for them, especially when it comes to t-shirt sizing, you know, is this a small, extra small, is this a large, extra large XXL, um, type of, uh, request and then ask yourself, okay, is really changing my page titles going to greatly impact the ranking of this webpage or is rewriting the content to be actually usable, uh, to answer the user's, uh, intent, uh, going to be more impactful. I would say the latter, but that's going to take a little bit more effort than just changing the page titles, for example. So a lot of it is experience, but it's also a matter of like really collaborating with the people who are going to be working on these items, asking them how long it's going to get take for them to get it done. Uh, but then also, if you're new and you don't have the experience to be able to say this is the level of, of, uh, of impact versus the level of uh, effort, experiment. You know, start on a smaller site. See what ch- what changes you can make now that will have the, the more significant impact, and you know, gain the experience that you don't have. Also, reach out to your fellow SEOs. I have never been in an industry more giving and willing to share information than this industry. And what about the other half of that? The the level of effort is that as simple as actually calculating as coming up with some kind of guesstimate of the number of hours that it's going to take you to to do something? Everything comes back to money in, in the corporate world, right? <laughs> it comes back mm-hmm. to if it's a, if it's developer hours, those are hours they have to pay the developer. Uh, so if a developer tells you, it's going to take me 13 hours of solid work to get this done, 
Okay, that's there, there's your 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 cost right there. It's going to cost that developer 13 hours at I don't know how much developers make. <laughs> I don't pay them myself, but let's say it's $100 an hour. You know, that's a that's, you know, 1300 hours or $1300 for the cost. Now, are you going to get um hopefully 10x return on investment for that? I would hope so. Anything that I want to accomplish, I need to have a 10x return on investment for for my higher ups, you know, my my executives. Um, I and in fact, me personally, take my salary. If I'm not returning every year 10x what I'm earning from a salary perspective, then I feel like I'm not really adding value to the company. So, uh, you know, I need to meet that 10x criteria. Any of the resources or requests that I make need to you know, meet that 10x criteria as well. That's a great way to stop yourself from being made redundant. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It still happens, but it is. So where are some specific areas that you can actually implement this within SEO procedures? I'm thinking client pitches, perhaps quarterly client meetings? Are there any other specific areas that you would recommend taking this approach? Honestly, it, it really starts at the planning stages for everything. Um, and so I, I break SEO down into the uh, URA SEO framework, which is usability, relevance, and authority. Um, and I break all of my needs down into one of those three categories. Usability covers crawlability. It covers all of your uh, core web vitals. Everything related to your coding on the page, how it renders from a you know a structured data perspective. Uh, then you have your relevance, which is your content. How relevant are you to the query? How relevant are you to the user needs? And then authority, which falls into everything from external links, social, PR. Um, and I even sort of lump in sometimes internal linking into that. The, the goal behind that is to sort of build the equity uh, the collective equity of the site. So as I do that, I take a look at the tasks that I've, I feel are important. Um, and then I put them in the appropriate category. I use that to talk to the appropriate team. I'm not going to talk about content with my developers. They don't care. I'm not going to talk to my, my content people about coding issues that I'm running into with their pages. They can't fix it. So what's the point? So really, it's a matter of breaking everything down into the appropriate category, talking to the appropriate people, getting estimates on what it would take to fix it, and then um, estimating based on experience what your ROI is going to be. And then as you hand in your budget requests to your executives, you've got all the numbers that you need uh, to sort of give them a, we need to fix this now. This is important. This is costing us money versus... Uh, this thing down here, I can, it can take one person a week to fix it, but it's not going to do anything. So you, you know not to even bring that up to their attention. So, so I mean, coming up with a 10x figure is a wonderful way to articulate the value of SEO2 executives. Mm -hmm. But what about when you're talking about, I mean, you touched upon developers there as well, uh, other marketers. What about if you're talking to other marketers that aren't technical? What are your mm -hmm. general thoughts on how do you articulate the general value of SEO to a general marketer? Oh, it really kind of depends on their area of expertise. And we have marketers who focus on programmatic. We have uh, marketers focused on paid uh, media, 
social, you know, everything. So really it's a matter of answering to them what the value is that SEO offers to their particular discipline. I'll give you an example. One of the things that we noticed with our paid campaigns was that our quality scores were terrible <laughs> when, when I first started here. And um, I know that things have changed slightly since then, but essentially when you're talking about a bad quality score, you're talking about from a paid perspective, you're talking about an increase in the amount that it costs to pay for each click. If you can, re if you can increase the quality scores, sure. you can de decrease the amount of money you're having to pay uh, per click. What we found as an SEO team is that we could help them optimize the pages to be better suited to the queries that they were going after. We could get rid of the queries that they were targeting that had nothing to do with the content or even nothing to do with IBM. And we could save tons of money. So it's a matter of sort of saying, all right, listen, let's collaborate on this. We want those pages to be better from an organic perspective. You want to save money on those pages from a paid perspective. Let's work together. So it really is a matter of sort of bringing it back around to how you can benefit them. Uh, because now they look good because of the work that we did with them. So it can be, I would imagine, quite a lot of work to do these ROI calculations. Mm -hmm. You obviously think it's important. To, it is important to be doing certainly when you're you're trying to actually get <laughs> clients to spend or justify things internally. Yeah. But if an SEO is struggling for time, what should they stop doing right now that they've maybe been doing over the last few years that's not a good use of their time so that they can be doing more of the the 10x calculations in 2022? Uh, yeah, first and foremost, stop chasing your tail, <laughs> right? And I, I, when I say that, I'm, I'm specifically referring to the folks who, who are, are on constant algorithm watch. They are paying attention to search engine roundtable and they're, every single hint of a potential um, weather shift, so to speak, in the algorithms really throws people into a panic. And what they need to be focused on instead is just keep doing the right thing. Keep focusing on the right thing. If you're going to pay attention to what's happening in the industry, do it from a perspective of, okay, there's an algorithm shift. Let me go ahead and put an annotation in an analytics so that if anything does happen to the rankings or the traffic to my website, I have something that I can point to as something we would need to fix. And then they can investigate further as to whether or not, okay, what was what was this particular core update focused on and it negatively affecting me should help direct me to the part of my website that I need to fix in order to correct whatever losses I had. So really just use Barry's updates as a annotation opportunity and then everything else focus on what really matters, the user. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, you can find Keith Good on um at Keith Good on Twitter, and mm -hmm. that's good with an E, of course. Keith, yeah. um, you have a podcast as well. Can you tell the listener about your podcast? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jesse McDonald, another conference speaker, and I started a podcast called Austin Otaku that has absolutely nothing to do with SEO. It's all about what our hobbies are. And we're a couple of geeks. And what we do is we talk to fellow geeks who are either in the industry or who are friends of ours. And so it's a lot of fun. That is available on all of the podcasting platforms, um, www.austinotaku.com. Superb. Well, Keith, thank you for being part of SEO in 2022. David, thanks for having me. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com. <laughs>